Ooh. That's a Ooh, gross you're noise. The, you're hitting you're hitting the TD threesome up late night. Ooh, late <laughs> late night recording. Radio noises. Late night on the Devil's Threesome. Welcome to the Devil's Threesome, your erotic book club. I'm Andrew Coles. I'm Sam Carr. And I'm Maggie Carr. Welcome to our lounge where we've all set up here. We're in these beautiful velvet couches, which is why our audio is so good. Our, the velvet just you know, so sucks it up. So smooth and velvety. The velvet just drips off. Very smooth. We we have the lights are the lights are half down. We have those cool we got those, lamps. We've got those little our... shades they have in the bank. You know, We're those good. little lamps with the green on top. Yeah. We've got those fancy oh, yeah. light bulbs that work with Google to turn half bright. Oh yeah. We got yeah. dimmer switches out the ass. <laughs> I don't have any dimmer switches in my the ass. The Devil's Threesome late night brought to you by Hugh Light Bulbs. Also brought to you by Vocal Fry. Yeah, no the kidding. Lo- All right, y'all. The the lounge singer in the corner is uh wrapping up and it's time for us to go on stage. Are you ready to uh to do late night here, let's do it. The book we read was. Are you ready to get erotic? We're at the Devil's Threesome. That's Andrew. No, we already fucking did that. Singer. Did we? Oh, that's right. Well, yes. but like I'm at like an audible level. Because <laughs> I'm Sam, and I said it in such a way that I don't know if it's actually going to come through on the audio. So you need to be more confident. No, I don't think that's the problem. All right, so Andrew, Sam, and Maggie here. Uh, we are recording pretty late at night. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is uh, why we opened with that little ditty number, and and uh, we will be getting into a book called Pole Star. Pole Star by Josephine. What's her last name? Niles Miles. Miles Josephine Miles. This ebook is licensed for your personal enjoyment only. This ebook may not be resold or given away to other people. If you'd like to share this book with another person, please purchase an additional copy for each reader. If you're reading this book and did not purchase it or it was not purchased for your use only, then please return to Amazon and purchase your own copy. Thank you for respecting the hard work of this author. Return to Amazon. Go but walk yourself back to the Amazon.com store that you went to, you know, across from the Arby's. You walk through those sliding doors. Mm-hmm. Return it. You have the greeter say, "Hey, welcome to Amazon." Mm-hmm. How may I? And then Amazon buy the a second copy. I originally, when I read that, thought when I I when I read it originally, I thought it said, "Please return it to Amazon," and I was mm-hmm. confused as to how you're supposed to return an ebook. But yeah. I guess I guess the library checks them out, so I guess there must be a way to do it. That library ebook bullshit. I really could not wrap my head around it. Hmm. It's hard for me. Like, do the do the documents time out? What's what's the deal Something there? Like I don't understand. You have you have to give the files back, Maggie. Mm-hmm. How you send How them back to the library? You control Z it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> this one's for Lou, who gave me that prompt that sparked this whole thing off. And there's a little bit more about Lou at the end of the book. Yes. Um, oh, is there? I didn't see that. Yes, there's oh, an about this book section. Yeah. Look at that. I missed that. I usually just stop reading when it says it's over because I'm free from prison. Yeah, because we have to get to, to recording. Dead. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'd say a good ninety nine percent of the time, um, I'm reading it. You know, about two to three minutes before we record. Ugh. So, Jesus. sorry. At least you're doing the homework. Is the thing. At it's, least it's, it's getting done. I gotta keep it fresh in my own in my brain noodle. Sure, I mean these things do tend to just flow out of your ears like like mm-hmm. anyone's ears, mm-hmm. uh like the you know, liquidy like s- pith they are, you know, it's like so much liquid of which we came up a name for diarrhea. A, a slippery one that is that is very uh word diarrhea high viscosity that slips out of your ears. Yeah. Let's talk about the cover before we get into this. There's a Yeah, there's the cover a name. who is who is made by Lou. Um Oh, we learn about that in the author in the about this book section. Should we All read right. the about this book section before we get into the story? Maybe I think so. There's apparently a lot of uh, key information in there. That's a fun precursor. So I'll get over there. Okay. Well, in the meantime, we'll talk about the cover. Um, this is a stripper. I think is the best way to describe him. It's a male stripper. He's um, an exotic dancer. He's wearing jeans, but he's not wearing anything on the top half of his body, and he's against uh-huh. a yeah. pole. 
So immediately we know that this is definitely not anything like it says Polestar is the title. Well, Sam, you forgot something very important. He is wearing sunglasses. Right. Yeah. No, well, I don't know about you, but that seems a little dangerous. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Especially no, stripping, for, for pole stripping dancing. while um, unable to see is the leading cause of foot injury in the United <laughs> Kingdom. <laughs> Maggie, the lights just get so bright when you're stripping, though. Like, it's so bright. And you're just like, I can't see any of the beautiful people mm-hmm. who are here to tip me. Mm-hmm. And buy me drinks. Yeah. So this book is called Pole Star. And uh, with the stripping pole, we realize that it's not a book about, you know, famous Polish comedian Louis C.K. No, it is not. But it is about a pole star not a pole star louis ck is polish uh ethnically i think oh okay 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 no we can't go down this track let me read the about the story here we go about the story i was struck for inspiration for this story when lou harper knowing my love of bizarre and kitsch underwear sent me a picture of a pair of frog pattern boxer shorts kickstart my muse the pattern instantly reminded me of the colorful lead aprons i'd seen in the bristol children's hospital when i was taking my daughter for an x-ray there sal the sexy radiographer in the frog pattern scrubs was born matt came along a little later when a good friend of mine was telling me all about her cousin's husband who just happens to be a stripper who's done very well for himself setting up his own troop of male strippers my friend asked why don't you write a story about a stripper And all of a sudden, I realized just how perfectly a stripper would fit into a story that already featured bizarre clothing. The last happy coincidence was when Lou sent me the mock-up of the cover artwork. I asked her for a pole dancer, but hadn't given her much more to go on, forgetting to mention that Matt was a redhead. She couldn't have found a better match for my vision of Matt. Some things are clearly just meant to be. Rather like Matt concludes. Um... First first point of contention. Yeah. Oh, I guess he is red-haired. It's hard to mm. tell. Yeah, I mean, is he? He looks more yeah. brown-haired, but it's kind of like a reddish brown it looks like. Well, in that light it's hard to tell. Um I would like to issue an apology for the nation of Poland and all Polish people who listen to this podcast. Louis CK not Polish uh ethnically. Uh that last name is uh Hungarian actually, so. All right. Yeah, so um you might have heard some names in that bio that we just read those are our characters in this book we have matt who is a stripper and we have yes. sal who's a radiographer yes. so yes which it's it's a person who works at a hospital pretty much that's mm. all you need to know a hospital larger a hospital um, a hospital uh and i also want to mention before we get into it this story takes place in bristol a gay bristol? capital the gayest place in the world Maybe it seems like the strip strip dancers are very mm-hmm. good, like very very good, and also very popular in this location. Yeah. Well, I mean, isn't that isn't that where the the hockey player went? Yes, yes. it is. That's, that's why, why Maggie I bring brought it, it up. up. Yeah. Okay. Well, I thought Sam didn't get that. No, I did. Thank you, though. Um, but the, so that's fun. That's a yes. fun little callback. Maybe this is substantiation for that other story. Like we didn't really believe it, so. Who knows? I don't know what you're talking about. I definitely believed it. I mean, Josephine Miles is British, so she would know, oh, I think. She's proper British. She's proper she, British. She's as what, British as tea and crumpets? What does her author's bio say? She's as British as British Spider Man. Mm-hmm. She's as British as Andrew Garfield. I was listening to that and I can't believe he didn't come up when we were talking about <laughs> British Gar- uh Spider Man. That's a good point, actually. <laughs> you're right. Um, Fuck. God, we need to go back and reprimand ourselves. Um, I think I just assume he's Canadian. You know, I think I just assume uh, that guy. What's it? What's his face? Andrew, uh, Garfield? Andrew Garfield is Canadian. Andrew Nermal. He doesn't have his like. Uh, Andrew Odie. He doesn't have his British accent in like any of Andrew his Marmaduke. parts. Andrew Marmaduke. So I don't know. <laughs> Andrew Family Circus. No, that's right. Okay. So, Andrew BC. So this story. <laughs> Let's get into it, eh? Yeah. Takes place in Bristol. It's about this guy named Matt. He is featured on the cover, where we are meant to believe that. Yes. And, uh, but we don't really know that right away. What we know is that he has spotted someone in some frog pattern scrubs. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And, uh, we don't learn his name for like 
I guess we do learn his name at the very beginning. I had forgotten that we hear his name yeah. at the very beginning of the book, and then I was like, who the fuck is this guy for the majority of the book? Yeah, well, so, yeah, I, I forgot that too, actually, until right now, because they do, they do call him in for the hospital, because we find out he's at the hospital. Yes. Um, he's been in some sort of pole dancing accident, probably yep. a common occurrence. I wouldn't know. Um, but he's hurt his foot, and so he had to go we to the hospital. We do get a description that he um, he wasn't watching where he was going down the pole and mm-hmm. stubbed his toe or something. We are introduced to Sal immediately yes. because he is calling Matt back. Um, yep. Sal is the person wearing the frog scrubs, and he uh, he asks Matt what happened, and Matt says that because he's dressed as a firefighter. It's an important detail. Matt is dressed as a firefighter. An important detail because it this book is not only Cocktober themed, but Halloween themed. Yes. So someone is dressing up as something else. A sexy firefighter, <laughs> yeah. maybe? Exactly. Now, question. Do you think Sal is short for Salamander? No, it's short for Salad- Salvador. It does No, say. I think it's short for Salamander it's- because he's wearing frog no. scrubs. And frogs and salamanders mm. are like... The Andrew Garfield and uh, <laughs> Tobey Maguire of the amphibian world. They're basically the same thing. They represent the same ideas. I mean, I wish you were right, but they do tell us his name. I'm pretty sure his name is Salad. It's uh, Salad. Salad. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's why women See, are always yeah, laughing when they're eating salad, because they're just thinking about his frog scrubs and how funny they are. I thought he, uh, his real name was Benicio Del Toro. Well, no, he looks like Benicio Del Toro. <laughs> He looks like Benicio of the Bull. I feel like that's something that is really not common practice in anything other than erotica, right? Is is explaining your character looking like a specific person. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I feel like people typically describe their characters as looking like, I don't know, Brad Pitt or Jennifer yeah. Aniston. Why? Yeah. All right. So so I'm writing this I'm when? writing this literary fiction book. Imagine the main character. She's like Imagine like the body of Pam Anderson, but like oh, no. the head no, of no. Andrew Garfield. No, we no, we cannot even dare to step. I on... have no idea what you're talking about. I said Andrew Garfield. Big head LLC. We're gonna get a we're gonna get an email in our inbox. Oh, here it is. Oh, I actually did get Cease a letter from my internet company for pirating shit, and I was like, oh, what was it? Was it the like all the music I downloaded <laughs> from like my middle school to relive something? To you know, re- relive a time when I when I could mm-hmm. feel things, or sure. was it like, you know, was it was it that season of Great British Bake Off I downloaded so mm-hmm. I could watch the ones that aren't on Netflix? You know, yeah, it's, it's these questions that keep me up at night. Wow, I wish I had your life, mostly because I want to watch the episodes of Great British Bake Off that aren't on Netflix. Dude, they're too. so weird. I bet. Oh yeah. my no, god! No, because they have those like weird little uh, interstitial bits, right? Yeah, they got the history sections where the cake then... lesbians just like go out off and like interview people. Yeah, okay. Dude. I fact check that by the way. Only one of them is a, is a cake lesbian. The other one is a cake heterosexual. No, they're cake lesbians together. It's clear they're in love. That's absolutely not true. One of them is gay, and one of them is married, and one of them mm. is Mary Berry. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Mary Berry is a cake lesbian. That's what I want everyone to come away from this conversation with. Yeah, no. Have you seen the new season of Bake Off that's like currently airing? That doesn't no. have that doesn't have the cake lesbians? I'm a oh, little yeah. worried though. It doesn't have them and it doesn't have it doesn't have Mary Berry either, but it's still pretty good. No. Oh fuck. Hell dude. no. No cake lesbians at all? The new hosts are are better, honestly. Noel Fielding? Noel no, Fielding. Thank no, thank you. I've yeah, watched no. No cake lesbians, no Maggie. Uh, no, I'm not tuning in. Zero out of ten. Yeah. So to be to be fair, my main experience with him, he was on the IT crowd because I think he was the vampire. Mm-hmm. He was the goth. That guy. Yeah, he's hilarious. You gotta watch it. He's on like four or five of um, was it the uh, oh shit, was that show called? The biggest pub quiz of the year or something like that. Andrew, Andrew, have you seen any moments where um the cake lesbians like accidentally mess up someone's um bake? Oh yeah, no, no, they ate someone's chocolate in one episode. <laughs> oh my she god! She was like, "You weren't using that, right?" And she was like, "No, I needed that." No, <laughs> there's one where there's like one where they crush something with their elbow. Oh man, man, they're a fucking mess. You you gotta the know lesbian, that they're just like uh, just the one. 
that tea is spiked, you know? They're um mm-hmm. they're just having a grand old time on the English yeah. countryside. Well, I found it, guys. It's the big fat quiz of everything, or big fat mm. quiz of the year. Noel is on it a lot, and so is Mel. Noel. Mel Giedroy. She's one of the Fuck. cake lesbians. Okay. Um, and then Richard Aoti's on it too, which is pretty good. We need to get off of this. This is nothing. This no, is it's our, British. This is essentially this is great, like the book. Yeah, this is our we great are... British uh, Bake Off fan cast. Join us next week when we're writing um, gay erotica about Paul Hollywood uh, <laughs> having sex with, with a loaf of bread. There has got to be some, right? You know, about his piercing blue eyes and, and shit. Yeah, you know, let me look. Paul Hollywood. You haven't watched season two, have you, Andrew? Erotic. On fic- Netflix? Uh, no. Good. Why? I mean,. I love Gay Gary, but like, oh yeah, it, I mean everybody's always like cutting their hands and shit. They're just bad at baking. None of them are good bakers. That's the problem. I want to watch that show for good bakers. Excuse me, the Soggy Bottoms fic, Great British Bake Off fanfic, sexual no. tension. Oh damn! <gasps> oh my god! Holy shit! I'm sending you <laughs> so the wait. fucking cover of this bad boy. Andrew is. Paul Hollywood, the soggy bottom. Oh no! Ew! <laughs> Twins Lukey and Vixta have made it to the Great British Bake Off final, and Paul is just as thrilled, if not more, for them them to have made the final. That's the grossest thing I think I've seen in a while. <laughs> just just to explain this for people, um, there is someone who is not Paul Hollywood who is you don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, fair point, but it's it's Paul Hollywood's face potentially photoshopped onto the body of another older man who is very hairy and somewhat pudgy. Um, But he's not wearing any clothes. Yeah, sure. We've got a lot of heart emojis and a lot of squirt emojis around his penis area. I would like to um, bring to the attention of the court that all of these fan fictions that I'm finding are um, on a Spanish language website. I was going to say... That's strange. strange. Calling, calling everyone to podcast court. All right, uh, yeah. the honorable, the honorable judge, uh, grammar proceeding. Uh, in for judge, uh, meme. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna read this paragraph, but we really shouldn't focus on this too much because this is not what we read for this week because it was not mm-hmm. sold on Amazon. It, c- it could be what we read for this week <laughs> if we read it right now. <laughs> listen, listen to this paragraph. Lucky pulls away to take a breath and says, My buns, I think they're too hard. Can you feel them for me, Daddy? Oh, no. Paul puts his giant man hands and squeezes the living daylight out of Lucky's booty. Oh, no, baby, whispers Paul. Your buns are perfect. Lucky whimpers in excitement. Vixta crawls under Paul's legs and starts poking his manhood. Vixta slowly, <laughs> Vixta slowly pulls down his jeans, relieving his twitching cock dripping with pre-cum. Also, there's like three or four grammatical errors in this. It's very good. No. I, like, I like how buns is written out with a Z. Z, yeah. Uh, oh, what? <laughs> and also, uh, uh, what was the other one? Oh, yeah. Can you feel them for me? You is just you. Oh, it's very good. Okay, no, I want some like, sensual like good ass shit like romance i want some real paul hollywood fan fiction you know stuff yeah. where people have really dug deep mm-hmm. au's multiple mm-hmm. pairings i'm down Alternate universe where instead of baking buns paul hollywood um sticks his meat in them with sex uh. sexually nice. i thought you were gonna say he gets baked and uh. eats buns <gasps> Oh my god. Okay, I want to read a fan fiction, a fan fiction that is not necessarily sexual. I mean, it could be where Mary Berry and Paul Hollywood get baked in the tent. Yes. No, Ma- uh, Snoop Dogg is, you know, he it's week 3, Snoop Dogg's oh, there. Fuck. It's fucking it's brownie week and Snoop Dogg's like, I got this. Shit. Nope. Yeah. Is is Snoop there as a guest or is he no, one of no, the No, he's a contestant. He's fucking he's he's in it to win it, Maggie. He's not gonna he's not here to fucking play around. He's here to fucking he's here to show Paul Hollywood that he knows how to bake a loaf of bread. He's he's <laughs> stretching, he's making gluten, he's he's blind baking his pie crusts. He's um he's making his petty fours, oh, you should have seen those things. He definitely brought his own natural starter from home, along with trimmings from mm-hmm. his garden. His bake yeah. is going to be unique and significant. Mm-hmm. I have some bad news. It looks like 
I looked to the I looked at the books section mm-hmm. of Amazon and I searched Paul Hollywood erotica and all I got yeah. was Playboy magazines. So, damn oh. it. Yeah. Well, no, that wouldn't be on Amazon. We we need to search around fan fiction websites. I know we I know we're you know a little bit wary to tread on that ground. Uh, it's a big world to be entering, and it's very scary, um, especially to those who have not trod before. But let me tell mm. you, it's there's trodden. A, there is a plethora of uh, of crops to be reaped. Yeah, Hollywood uh, Paul Hollywood fan fiction is one of them. I'm looking at Kindle. I think I found something here that might uh, be. Uh, now it might be, mm-hmm. it might be Harry Potter. Uh, slash Great British Bake Off fan fusion. Jesus. Oh, all right. Oh no, I'm mm-hmm. here for it. What's the pairing? Let's hear it. Um. Well, I don't know. I'm I'm looking at it right now. Um. It usually would see. say at the top in the in like the disc- uh. It's usually in the tags and shit. Well, the summary. Let me. I'll read you the summary. Unifarpy foul ball. James mumbles around the crepe in his mouth, gesticulating at the television with a fork. Sirius, much familiar with James speak, translates. I need to apply for the Bake Off. Sirius asks. James nods. Oh my God! This is a fig about Sirius Black being on Great British Bake Off. I'm here for it. Yeah, that's like Marauders shit. That sounds yeah. good. Send me that yeah. goddamn link. Pop it over to j- to your girl. I'll, let I'm me read ready. it out for our listeners so they can uh, take it down. It's uh, archiveofourown.org slash works slash 11968104 slash chapters slash 27183627. So just go ahead and write that down and we'll, then type we'll that into the old that, address we'll bar. We'll pop that link in the description for you, folks. You're welcome. Let's get back to the fucking book. Okay, that was like a, that was a really long tangent. We got to move off Great British Bake Off. We're never going to end this episode. Okay. Okay. Uh, fine. I did. Let, no, here, I didn't find anything. Boys, good. boys, listen. Take my hands. I'm okay? a man. I'm a big, strong man. I'm a boy. Ew. Folks, my my friends, take my hands. Let let us travel through this together. I know that I know the light is dim uh, because we're in this lounge club together. But yeah, take my hands. Really turn the lights I know, up so, so we, we can, can get, get this, this done, done and stop talking about great British. It's bake-off. certainly flamboyant. Paul comments. Thank you, says Sirius. He braces himself. Nope. Paul takes a bite. And the taste is lovely. The flavor combination, the texture. You've done really well. Oh, yes. I like your Scottish accent. It's pretty good. <laughs> this yeah. is all I want. Okay, so... <laughs> Damn it! Getting back to the book, um, even though we don't really want to go there, Sal is a radiographer or yeah, whatever. Yeah, we're still... We're not even into the meat of it. Basically, what happens is this guy, Matt, he hurt his foot. He's going to the hospital. It needs to be MRI'd, X-rayed, whatever. Some radiographer bull, ra- radiographer. It needs bullshit. to be machined. It needs to it be. It needs to be. <laughs> it needs to be looked inside of. You you understand. <laughs> anyway, Sal's the one to do it. Uh, he sees inside of his body in more ways than one because they're. They eventually have sex. That's that's all you need to know. They flirt during this. One of the things they talk about is radiation. So they talk about Mary Curie and then they talk about Homer Simpson. Yeah. No, this book is chock full of like little facts that you're going to learn about like Mary Curie carrying around test tubes of radium in her pockets. Uh, he, they, they're, it's, this book is, is very strange in, in that it's like concentration on the minutia of the things around the sex going around here. Yeah. So I, let's let's just talk a little bit about the the Simpsons talk here because I've been watching a lot of Simpsons lately. You know, going through the sure. commentaries, uh, really interesting. Wow, you're such a nerd. Excuse me. Nothing. You want to say that to my face? <laughs> I don't mean to bully. Sorry. Yeah. No. Thank you. Uh, Sal chuckled again. Yeah, just like that. I've got to say, I don't think much of the safety measures in Monty Burns' nuclear power plant. Like, like where? Why? Is this an erotica story? Can you answer me that question? There is there is a tie, uh, tie-in at the end to the Simpsons mm-hmm. talk. Yeah, maybe that's why it felt kind of forced. Hmm. I don't maybe. know. Do you think an author would work back from the, the thing at the end to something that was like in, earlier in the story? I don't think it would work that way. I mean, that's what they did, though. No, that just seems like cheating. That's what Josephine did. And Andrew, you can't that's... cheat when you're writing. She still produced something, right? No, like, it's, is, it's fake. Is this somehow not lie. legitimate? No, it's a lie. If the story is not written from beginning to end without any editing, it's a lie. Andrew, you're you're not 
seen the fine detail, which is that this is foreshadowing. Yeah, hmm. this is a, this is an art artistic choice. It's good. They flirt a little bit. Uh, Matt determines yep. that he is gay with his gaydar, or that Sal is gay. They have some. They share some very some very heated looks. Yeah. Uh, um, and then know. they d- they machine or whatever. Um, and then Sal leaves, and then the doctor sees him, I guess, but we don't see any of that because that's the doctor's a woman, and women have no place in this story. That's not, it's just unimportant. You know, like we know what we're here, fucking here for. We're here to see that it's Ma- Matt and Sal interactions. No, this is where a lot of erotica fails, right? Is that they tell the in between bits that nobody gives a shit about. This that's one true. is just like, nah, you want to see the interaction between these two characters. So that's the only thing you're going to see. You're welcome. Well, I mean, I think the problem, though, as Andrew was saying, is that mm-hmm. it it does cut out all the other characters, which is great, but it still leaves in a lot of the, like, filler bullshit between the two characters. Sam, you're saying that... I'm here that for the... sex. Sam, this is not not just erotica. <laughs> it's romance. It's specified at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, no, this one is pretty cute, I gotta say. Of the ones we've read recently, um, this might be the polar opposite, perhaps, of the uh, Naked Boys at College. I think so. Except they're both British. Well, yeah, except one was very fakey fake British, and this one is genuinely, yeah. like, yeah, spell leukemia with an A-E instead of an E, you know? Leukemia. Yeah, they they bring us really into their into their little love story. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's hastened, it's but beautiful. it's still very it's very sweet. I guess. Um. So anyway, yeah. So Sal is still there when uh, Matt gets out of his doctor bit. No, it's opposite. What? Matt waited for Sal. Yeah. Well. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Same so what thing. happened is Matt's appointment ended at some point, and then he waited around the hospital for Sal to get off his shift. Yes. Sal comes out in his streets. Um, Matt's like, oh, I'm waiting for my boss to come get me because they don't have a ride. And Sal is like, oh, well, I can give you a ride. And Matt's like, great. Let's go inside my apartment and fuck. Um, and then they do that, basically. There you go. Yes. Um, well, so one of the important parts, I think, that is supposed to be important that we... I. I don't think I cared that much about, but um, the uh, whole time Matt is like, oh, I told him I'm a firefighter because I was Mm -hmm. wearing firefighter clothes and he's going to like, I need to tell him that I'm not a firefighter because that's lying. They get into his apartment and then he says this and then Sal is not surprised because we find out Sal isn't who Sal said he was either. He's actually a stalker. He is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's been a whole part of the story that we've forgotten. Um, Yeah. Sal, mis- Sal has mistaken Matt to be a real for a real firefighter, right? Well, that's what Matt thinks. At least that's the implication. Yeah, and Matt's been you know per- like continuing this lie basically. Yes. Until he's like, okay, we are literally about to get naked. He's gonna see this sequin thong. I need to come clean. He does. Sal's like, oh no, I am aware that you are a stripper. I have your card right here in my back pocket or whatever. Let's uh, let's sixty nine. And that's what they do. Mm-hmm. They do, and they both come, and it's great, or whatever. And then um, we find out that this book is actually being written in the future mm-hmm. by Matt telling the story. Yes, and... a future v- version of Matt is telling the story of their first encounter. Um, yes, and apparently they're still yeah. together, or whatever, and he became super more popular because he was out for a month and everybody wanted to see him dance because he has a huge cock. So. Yep. Yep. Wow. That this book didn't take that long at all. We should uh, get back to great British bake off. <laughs> well, let's, let's you guys. Oh my God. I've been waiting for this for so long. Podfic, the classified British bake off. This is a podcast episode about a bake off where multiple people are reading. Let me read the tags. The great British bake off leverage, Harry Potter, JK Rowling, sleepy hollow, Hannibal, star Trek, the next generation, the Avengers, Marvel movies, Sherlock, Marvel, Marvel cinematic universe. What the fuck? Leverage? Leverage is in it. That's great. Love it. Uh that's se- it seems sort of out of the box. This is uh how many how many um universes are they pulling from? Uh do, t- do me a rough count. Uh once uh like seven. Yikes. That's a yeah. lot. Mm-hmm. Wait, can you explain that to me? Run that by me again. I'm confused by the concept. Yeah, me too. Uh there's not so a whole step lot by going step on. Us th- yeah, step by step us through. 
There's not a whole lot going on in the way of description here, but I will read the tags to you again. Um, The Great British Bake Off. What's the title? No, what's uh, the title? Sorry, Podfic, The Classified British Bake Off. Summary. The following is the only episode ever filmed of season six of The Great British Bake Off. I mean, that's false because... um, (laughs) Wait, when did this come out? Yeah, I don't know. I, I can't find a date here. No, I think this is probably a fictional episode that is being described. It's a secret leak of of season six and they had it on a podcast for some reason and no mm-hmm. just let andrew finish the summary no uh, no i did that's the summary that's it mm-hmm. damn hmm. here s- l- send me a link i gotta see a- i gotta see this one too all right um anyway yeah so the book that we read i picked it because it's cocktober and it's halloween and he was they were wearing clothes like so matt was dressed up as a firefighter mm-hmm. which is funny because he wasn't a firefighter and sal was dressed up as a person who's normal and then it's funny because he's not normal he's a stalker sure oh, wait oh I, I, mm, I mean is he a stalker though he goes to the no. strip club because there's a hot guy he likes there he's i don't think a that's fa- a stalker he's just a thing fan. no he goes yeah. to every single show and when the guy showed up at his hospital he didn't tell him that he knew who he was out of shame assumably no, I, that doesn't make you a stalker i think it's probably just an awkward thing to like yell at your yeah. workplace if he was a stalker he would have been the one waiting like outside for uh matt there but no it was the other way around sal was ready to let him go let him walk out that door yeah i don't think that's true he said he said so is this the last i'm going to see of you and then sal was like yep and then left well of course you would say that what? You don't want people to get catch on to your schemes. What are you Damn. talking about? It's the long con, Maggie. He's grifting him. Hmm. I just, I don't think so. He did, well, wait, wait. He did steal his underwear at the end of the book. Yes. Okay, was there that is the that, whole, but. Was that the whole plan the whole time? Whole. To just get uh, the froggy boxer, boxers, To perhaps? match his froggy, uh, uh, whatever, Scrubs. scrubs. Yeah, his his froggy uh, general hospitals. Yeah, I'm more concerned now because the author said that this is entire this entire book came about because one, someone sent her a picture of boxers that had frogs on them, and it reminded her of hospital scrubs at a children's hospital. And two, one of her friends said her cousin's husband is a stripper, and she was like, mm-hmm. "You should write a book about strippers." Is that how most authors get their ideas? That's how the one, that's how the Shining the Distance author did, except I think she might have been on mescaline when she wait, did. Wait, somebody said, my cousin's husband is a Selkie, and you should write a book about Selkies? Probably. Uh, depends on who your good. cousins are, you know? It depends yeah. on where you're getting your mescaline from. That's right. <laughs> uh, um, let's just do some quick... Like, let's do review stuff for this yeah. book, and then we can talk about better things. Um, so here's a review that I think kind of uh, summarizes how we are feeling. Um, mm-hmm. Two stars out of five, kind of boring, by me on June 7th, 2013. It was boring, to put it bluntly. Nothing out of the ordinary happened, which could have been forgiven if the sex scene was good. However, mm-hmm. even that was boring and filled with way too much pointless banter. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was. A, I thought it was a tender love scene. Uh, he, you know, he put a pillow under his ankle to keep it safe. That was yeah. nice. But that was before the sex. Well, hmm. I guess. Um, I don't hmm. know. Let's see. Let me find. Let's see. You know, he he like. Um. Uh, yeah. No, this book was kind of boring. It was well written. I gotta say, yeah, like, no. yeah. It, it, it was it readable. Was, yeah, there's that one bit where, uh, you know how it's called? It's called Polestar, right? There's a moment where they basically say oh, the name yeah. of the book in the middle right. of the book. Yeah, I forgot about that. I think on his business card, it's written no. like his title is Polestar. Yeah, yeah I don't so, think so there is that, but no. What <laughs> happens is, um, Sal like points to like a star formation, and he's Polaris. like, oh, there's the. There's Polaris. Oh, it's to the North yes. Star. It's not called the Pole Star. It's called the North Star. Well, Maybe that's a British thing. British thing, yep. Yeah. So. We love this book. Um, I rate this book. Let's see. Um, I rate this book just, just like a frog with its many life cycles. This book 
has given us the gift of being able to not focus on it because we're reading Great British Bake Off fan fiction in the other window. And yeah, then, I mean it's it's yep. so generic, you know. It's um, mm-hmm. yeah. you can really just you can really just insert Paul Hollywood and the mm-hmm. man of your choosing into the two main characters, and it's still yeah. I mean works. it's just um, it's just a nice smooth uh finish mm-hmm. to Cocktober. Um, yeah. yeah, we're really we're really sliding into home. Yeah. Uh, basically, yeah. on just a big pat of butter, you know. Did you oh, guys yeah. realize? Did you guys realize this episode actually comes out in November? Fuck, no, it doesn't. It comes out Wednesdays? on November first. Oh, balls! Damn it! I mean, we had a good end of October if it is last week. <laughs> exactly right, because the the naked boys at college was very good. Sorry, yeah. Naked boys eighteen at college, at college was very yeah, good. Eighteen. Don't forget that. You might go to jail if you forget that. This one is fine. But yeah, definitely not Cocktober material. Cocktober's got those books like Naked Boys at College, mm-hmm. um, The Sexorcist, the before it, The Sexorcist, the one before <laughs> that. You know, all all four of those books that yeah, we read, they were literally in a, in Cocktober. That was mm-hmm. that's what the criteria yep. is, I think. And they were very memorable too, is what they were. All right, so <laughs> I'm gonna read the author's bio and then I'll do my review. Okay. Okay. Biography. English through and through, Josephine Miles is addicted to tea and busy cultivating a reputation for eccentricity. Is that how you say that? That's what. Yes. Uh, She writes gay erotica and romance, but finds the erotica keeps cuddling up to the romance, and the romance keeps corrupting the erotica. She blames her rebellious muse, but but he never listens to her anyway, no matter how much she threatens him with a big stick. She's beginning to suspect he enjoys it. So Let's visit josephinemiles.com. Here we go. Go, 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 Those, go, go. Which one of the Paul Hollywood uh, fanfics has she written? <laughs> she's got I'm, to, right? She, there's one book that she's written. It is $3, so we probably won't read it, called Screwing the System. Oh, yes. What if it's literal, like, um, like a tingle? Like a truck tingle? <laughs> I don't think yeah. so. Or what if it's literal and she's just screwing a fuck system, like a dildo on a drill or something, you know? What if it's literal and she's screwing like a machine at a hospital? No. Hmm. Maybe she's maybe it's literal and she's screwing someone named Tim who is cisgendered. So she's screwing the cis Tim. The first line <laughs> in the book is when boss meets brat. Ugh. Oh. Well, hold Ew. on. She did win her she did win a Rainbow Award for Best Gay Romantic Comedy in 2014. That's fun. Yeah. What was the what was the topic? Like like what was the book? Merry Gentleman. Oh, that sounds British. Yeah, they say "Merry Gentlemen," but "Happy Christmas." It's weird. Um, hmm. I'm trying to find her. Oh, she's got a work in progress section. Let's check that out. Oh, she has a whole free read section on her page. Nice. Oh, that's Ooh, cool. fun. Damn dog. Her currently writing section is empty. I feel like she's a good writer. I want books that are erotica, and sometimes mm-hmm. we accidentally stumble into books that are romance, and she's definitely more of a romance writer than an mm-hmm. erotica writer. A- Andrew might agree with me here. Sam, I don't know why we need to just read erotica. It's not all fucking. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's uh, cute interactions. Yeah. Sometimes it's 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 stargazing and, with, a, with a cute boy you just met who you've seen mm-hmm. strip multiple times, you know? Yeah. <laughs> the cute boy you've just met. With a little asterisk that you've also been in the front row to watch him strip at every Whatever. show he's done in your town. Uh, no shame. Distance myself from Sam's opinion on that matter. Okay. Yeah, I do. Cool. As, I do as well. I'm gonna mm. hold down the fort and keep us true to our roots. I this I, I found a our, fan fiction. No, our true our true roots are are heavily steeped in romance. Don't uh, don't take us away from that. The first few books we read were were pretty romantic. But Clippy, come Clippy. on. <laughs> That's true. The way that he lovingly caressed her body with his That's right. paper clip. Mm. We should read that one again sometime. No. <laughs> we cannot tread on land we've already trod. There's a whole world of fan fiction. That's come true. on. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I have a weird little uh, tie-in here, and I promise I'm not making this up. I swear to God. But right. um, on the page for Screwing the System, the $3 book, there's a review that says, <clears throat> cute cover. Cosmo isn't someone who I would like to meet, and Alistair must have been something 
must have seen something I didn't. Alistair, in my head, was Paul Hollywood with tats. What? <laughs> this is the universe that we live in. When you oh put things God. out into the universe, it, it gives them back to you. It gives you these gifts. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. I'm feeling no. like I feel God in this podcast tonight. Mm-hmm. He's here. You know? What if God listened to bad podcasts? Hey, what if God liked Great British Bake Off erotic fan fiction? Just a stranger on the bus listening to bad podcasts. Do you think? Do you think God could make a, a Great British Bake Off fan theory fan fiction so erotic that he himself could not contain his ejaculations? Yes. Yes. <laughs> hmm. So that's, that's a puzzler. Uh, St. Augustine was wrestling with that one back in the, whatever, 16th century or whenever he was around. St. <laughs> <Saint> Augustine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the 16th century. It was a really rough, uh, what was that, 1500s? Mm-hmm. Let's see. St. Augustine. Oh, oh, no, I was off by about a thousand years there. <laughs> the great old English bake-off is um, really good. Yeah, I, I like it. I like how they only have three the ingredients. The great Anglo-Saxon bake-off is amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I like the episode where they where they had the extra ingredient sugar uh, <laughs> instead of just flour, salt, and uh, pond water, and boiling everything, boiling mm-hmm. everything in pond water. I re- I really liked the episode where the uh, secret ingredient was des- uh, despair and disease because the Great British Bake Off has secret ingredients. God, fuck! <laughs> I quit this podcast. I mean, kind of with the um technical challenges like they give you all the ingredients yeah but the ingredients aren't secret sam until you do it (laughs) i mean honestly you're thinking more top chef which i think started in um in imperial japan so (laughs) ancient ancient top chef is also very good yeah i i thought it was kind of unfair that they let samurai participate though because they kind of just killed all of the other competitors like i mean but the knife work was amazing well of Mm -hmm. course with all those swords that's the thing is i i personally appreciate some variance in the Mm -hmm. dishes that are made and if it's only your competitors that you serve at every competition then i'm like can we see some you know can we see some other sides of you and mm-hmm. your bakingness. My favorite is the end of the poison episode when they have to uh, use their samurai poison skills to kill the mm-hmm. uh, the neighboring shogun, of mm-hmm. you know who's who's moving in on their turf. Yeah, yeah. Was it Bobby Flay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bobby Flay, the shog- the the Japanese shogunate. Bobby yeah, you, Flay. Gu- you guys remember when Guy Fieri committed seppuku because of his, <laughs> uh, you know, general. Dude, Aura. if only, if only. The shame, the shame that he brought to his family by being Guy Fieri. Mm-hmm. Guy Fieri. Yeti. My, my review for this book is going to be... Did we read a book this week? <laughs> <laughs> did, did we just watch Great British Fake Off? I know I did. I think we did. <laughs> my, uh, my review for this book is two, cl- is two cake lesbians out of three. Okay, there is only one cake lesbian on the Great British Bake There's... Off. The other is not. Well, Wait, who's the third cake lesbian? Is it Mary Berry? Mary Berry. <laughs> we already talked about this. Yeah, then who's the third cake lesbian? Is it Paul Hollywood? Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's it Paul is. Hollywood. It's Paul Hollywood. Have you seen that haircut? Come on. Oh, my God. Uh, to all of you who haven't listened to the watch the Great British Bake Off, I'm sorry. What are you doing? I'm not. You should be well, watching the Great British Bake Off. You know, Andrew has an aversion to reality TV, listeners, okay? He won't watch anything, not even Are You the One, which is a, such a genius program no. that it, it, it's, cross, it's a cross-genre hit. Anyway, <laughs> a- Andrew is watching Great British Bake Off, and that's important. Uh, okay, I got, I got hooks when I started watching The Masterclass. That's good shit. The Masterclass is some good shit. Where, uh, the ones where Paul Hollywood and, um, and Mary Berry are baking together. In not getting baked, but baking together in the tent, it there is adorable. It's so cute. Watch mm-hmm. it, Maggie. Have you watched the most recent season? Or have you started watching the most recent season of Are You the One? Because I haven't. I haven't. Did you watch I'm last nervous. season of Are You the One? No. Oh my it's, god. Apparently, oh. no, Sam. Apparently, Ryan Devlin's not on the show anymore. So I don't oh, even never mind. know. I'm not gonna watch it. I'm not gonna watch it. Then. Season That's fine. Season three is pretty good. Season four is less good, but still okay. 
was season That's five what you need to know. the most recent one? Because that one, the ending is very good. Now here's something. Now here's something that seems a little inflammatory. What's um, up, Andrew? Josephine Miles has a book, uh, "Screwing the Fags." Uh, warning, written in British Whoa. English, where "fag" has an entirely different definition than it does in the states. Now, why would you make it that title unless you were trying to like? Wait, what's the completely different definition? Cigarettes. Are they are they fucking cigarettes or a bundle yeah. of sticks? Are they yeah? Are they having sex with cigarettes? Is that what's happening? Yes. Yes. What what is how? Well, they're really small. You just jam them up inside you. Yeah, so you take a carton of cigarettes. Mm. Uh, you, you wrap them around like in a circle kind of, and then you, you tape it up, and then you light mm. the cigarettes, and then you, you stick your dick in there. You get, your, you get your dick in there. That seems dangerous. The burns. I'm going to give this pre- colonial Aztec RuPaul's Drag Race out of Two, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, Pre-colonial RuPaul's fine. Drag Race would be amazing. Yeah, I liked it. Um, I really liked the the human sacrifice element they added in there. I think that yeah. really yeah. brought brought a lot of the themes home. The best part is they brought that back recently in All Stars Two. So like fucking Quetzalcoatl theme challenges. I'm here. Mm-hmm. The the literal human sacrifice where the queens have to rip each other's hearts out in yeah. front of the judges. Like it was great. Yeah, sure. No, we all like that part. Yeah. Anyway, that's my rating for the book. It it was fine. Okay. It wasn't fabulous, but it wasn't like awful either. So Andrew? Mm, I'm pretty sure I already reviewed it. Did you? What would what'd you get? I it? don't know. Who's to say? But do it again. <laughs> All right. I will review this book. This book, um hmm. This book was a book with words mm-hmm. in it. Uh, yeah, that's true. Was was deserving of a rating of approximately a sixty nine percent. Because they do sixty nine in this book. Is this our first uh, sixty nine? No, it can't be. It can't be. There's no way. I mean, it's our first I mean, sensual, like loving sixty nine. I would imagine, but I don't know. I think the others were with like ghosts and stuff. So. Yeah, it's uh, we haven't really been reading those um, you know, the down to earth shit in a while. Excuse me, you can get your audio, your ebook signed by Josephine Miles on her website. What? Cool. That's yeah. actually pretty cool. Get that digital signature. Mm-hmm. You can get our dig- digital signatures on our social media pages. Oh yes, like our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just search TD threesome. Or the devil's threesome podcast in just just throw that podcast on there because who knows? Search what the you're devil's find threesome otherwise. podcast on Facebook. You can find us. Uh, you can like us. Uh, we also have a Twitter TD threesome podcast with the number three. Yep, and an email which is all mm-hmm. letters. The devil's threesome podcast at gmail at gmail dot com. Yes, you can tweet us, email us. Email us if you have book recommendations. We did a book rec- recommendation back during the elevator episode. Uh, we'll do another one for sure. We're, we've got one coming up from a friend of ours. Yep. Um, friend of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, tweet us. Tweet us. We just got this yeah. uh, Twitter account right now, at uh, Paul Hollywood. Send us your <laughs> favorite Great British Bake Off erotic fan fiction at the at yeah. uh, Hollywood Twitter page. Don't you dare hashtag us on that because I swear to God, we will get... So like everything we have will get ruined so fast. No, do it. Do it. I want I want Paul Hollywood to see this. I want Paul Hollywood to see this, and I want the recommendations from our listeners of great British Bake Off fan fiction. I know they can find it. Like a net spread out across the internet. They will find those AUs. They will find the the sweet romance and the the erotic tales of Paul Hollywood. Mm-hmm. God, mm. you guys you guys gotta see this uh, intense picture on here. Uh, also, this m- possibly our most visual episode yet. Um, you gotta yeah. send this along. Come on. It's like he's looking into my soul. Mm-hmm. Ugh. He knows he can bake better than that, Sam. He just wants you to try. His eyes follow me around my computer. Ooh. I just saw it. Man. Intensely he, blue. Uh, he looks weird in a suit. 
Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. used to him with like basic like four or five buttons open, you know, yeah. kind of living that loose um in the in the tent lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Because he just got baked with Mary Berry in the back. Mm, Paul Hollywood retweeted Beauty in the Yeast, and it's a picture of uh, a bread that looks like a lion. Oh, that's cool. That's uh from one of the that's from season three, I think. I'm pretty oh, yeah? sure the other Paul makes that lo- that lion bread. That's true. The other Paul. Okay, now here's an official Great British Bake Off uh, innuendo o meter from. What? Uh, let's see. Oh, British Bake Off, the official, uh, the official Twitter page of the Great British Bake Off. Hmm. Hey guys, the final okay. Tuesday, 8 p.m. Be there. Tell okay. tell them the Devil's Threesome sent you. Hey, uh, so we need to end the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. This is a shorter one, which is good. We really should have made it shorter than it was. Sorry, we talked about Great British Bake Off so much. Anyway, I'm never gonna apologize for that. Yeah, I'm not. No, I'm not yeah, actually, for I that. did have. I had a good time too. So I don't. Let's not apologize. It was probably good listening. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, I mean, this book was really, really boring. So I'm glad we found something else to latch onto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been Andrew Coles. I've been Sam Carr. And I've been Maggie Carr. And no one ever said the life of a frog scrubs wearing radiologist would be an easy one. Well, he's a he's a stalker too. Okay, can we no. can we wrap back that? No, shut up. <laughs> Never said it would be easy. I always said that. Ugh.